This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Good QB1 breakdown. Let's flip the score. Okay, flip the score. The Bears, another one loss, one possession loss, one score loss. They have been in a lot of these games, Dan, that they are losing. They again had a double-digit lead in this one. If it's 27-24 Bears, do you feel much differently this week? I I do. And I'll tell you what we'd be talking about more. I'll give you four names and then a fifth name. The four names I'll give you right away are DeAndre Houston Carson, Jack Sanborn, Jaquan Brisker, and Jalen Johnson. All four of those guys were involved in takeaways, right? Fumble forced fumble recovery. And the Bears were able to uh, do some things with those takeaways. They scored on one and then flipped the field and then ultimately got uh, the the chance to score after that uh, again. And so, uh, look, those those are our big plays. The other name I'll give you is Valus Jones, who we've talked about for three weeks as being a healthy scratch. And then he gets his first chance to return a kick again and takes it into Falcons territory and sets the Bears up for a short field touchdown drive to open the game. And so th- th- these are things we would be highlighting if the Bears had won. Instead, we're kind of on, on Fields injury watch and, and, and playing that game for a little while. Nobody ever talks about developing the defense, do they? I mean, that's the one thing that you look at if they had flipped the score. I think that's a really good point because there were some bright spots defensively. This was a you know consummate uh, moral victory for the defense in that there was a step forward. There were some good there, – there were the takeaways, one on the special teams – and uh, the the one with um, Patterson in the open field yeah, there. Patterson in the open field. So you you like what you see. Jack Sanborn again proved he belongs somewhere somehow. He's going to play a role, I think, in, on a, a Bears defense in twenty twenty three. Let's wait and see where. But I just I I don't know that you would feel if you you know the value of winning. That's an ongoing debate. But I think if you did get a twenty seven to twenty four victory for the Bears. There would be maybe a different context to this week. Not that it would change how we feel about Justin Fields' injury situation, but it certainly would feel differently about what the defense was able to accomplish. A question for you, uh, and, and this maybe doesn't fit in the segment, but it'll fit close enough. At the end of the half, when they opted to try the 56-yard field goal, in the moment, did you feel it was the right coaching decision? Yes, I did. I, I, I definitely did. I've got to be honest because I typically would be the guy punt and pin. Play the defense. You know, <laughs> I, I understand and identify probably more with the defensive-minded head coaches than, than I do with the offensive uh, schematic geniuses. But I think that in that moment, I thought, okay, ideal conditions, a kicker that I, I do trust because of his amazing accuracy, and I got a little greedy maybe. I wanted points out of that drive because, you know, you didn't – you thought, okay, what what is there to lose? You got to – the Falcons give Mariota, you know, he's not, they're not going to go down the field and score on us. We can only stop them. I liked it in real time, so I don't want to be a hypocrite and criticize it now because I thought at the time I was like, yeah, 
Way to go, Flucy. I'd have done the same thing. So two things on that topic. Number one, this is the rare instance where watching the TV copy showed me something that I didn't see in person. In, in, in live action, that ball was hit really low, and it didn't look like it was that close to clearing. And then I watched back on the TV copy, and it actually hit the crossbar. It hit the bottom portion of the crossbar, but it hit the crossbar. So it was only about a, you know, a half yard to a yard from, from clearing there. And so it wasn't a bad miss. And then I wanted to look back on what they did on third down. It was third and nine. It's like, you know, could they have shortened that kick and it got it you you maybe three four yards closer just to get Cairo more in his range well the third and nine play right before that field goal attempt David was was the play on which Justin tried to decapitate Michael Schofield with the sidearm throw that hit poor Michael Schofield in the back of the head and uh yeah I mean that wasn't the finest moment for the Bears um but it could have shortened the field goal if they could have gotten something out of that play. And then I was just kind of waffling because, you know, I didn't have a problem with it. And then you're like, you know, there is a risk calculus to that, that if you do miss that kick, now you've given the, the Falcons a chance to kind of do the six point flip on you where, where they get the field goal that you didn't. And it changed the game because that game went to halftime at 17, 17. And it felt like the bears were uh, should have been up by 10 points and they weren't. And you know how that works in the NFL. 